Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we are so grateful that we, we believe you are with us here and we feel your presence. We see your hand at work in our midst. We bless you. I am so, so, so grateful. I am so, so, so grateful for God's mercy and for God's goodness. We love you, Father, but you first loved us. So we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, if you have your Bible, let's go to Amos chapter 3. And um, if we can have it on the screen, it will be great. Amos chapter 3, verse 3 says, Can two walk together unless they agree? Is that right? We're talking about relationships. And first of all, we need to look at our relationship with God. Amen. Relationships means that there are two parties, isn't it? If, I mean, you can't say um, you have a relationship unless there's somebody else involved. And Amos 3 says, can two walk together except they are in agreement? Unless they agree... They can't have a relationship. They can't fellowship. Amen? If two of you set out to go on a journey, and one says, well, I want to go to, you know, Croydon, and the other says, well, I want to go to, you know, North London there, Edmonton, you know, you'll be going apart, isn't it? Is that right? Unless you both agree to go one area, then you will be in fellowship, and then you will have relationship as you go along. So two people cannot be in fellowship if they are not in agreement. I want you to take this scripture and let it be your scripture when it comes to term, when it comes um, in, in terms of dealing with relationship. Two cannot be in a relationship if they are always in disagreement. And our relationship with God is started off with God and Adam. In Genesis chapter 3, 
we, hear, we see God in his creation. After he has created everything, he created Adam and Eve. And then, you know, in verse 8, God came down to fellowship with his creation, Adam and Eve. And uh, verse, verse 8, it says what? And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees of the garden. Amen. Amen. In Genesis 3, 8, it says that they heard. They heard the sound of the Lord. They heard the sound of the, of the Lord God walking in the cool of the day. You know, God chooses good time. You know, the Bible took time to be specific about the quality of the weather. In the cool of the day, when it's too hot, you know, it's not, it's not very nice to fellowship. You're sweating like a Think about. So God took time and came down in the cool of the day to come and fellowship with his creation. And his creation heard his voice and they said, hey, we're gone in hiding. Why are you going in hiding? And that's another story. But I want you to pick it up here that God found it necessary to come and fellowship with Adam and Eve. Hmm? So it's important to fellowship in relationship. It's important to find time to fellowship in relationships. When relationships has no fellowships, there is no substance. And many people has done a lot of damage in relationships because they have not found time to fellowship. And when when you have all the time in the world, we're talking about our relationship with God. Okay? Stay there for now. It was important for God to come down and fellowship with Adam and Eve. Amen? So it is important for us to go up to the Lord. To fellowship with him. You see, Adam and Eve hid themselves. They could not fellowship with God anymore. Why? Because they have done what God has told them not to do. Are you with me? So they are not comfortable. The confidence... To look at God's face is not there. 
So they hate themselves. You as a believer, you need to find good time to fellowship with your father if you want a relationship with God. Can somebody say amen? Let me tell you, church, this year, we're going to have a culture here of prayers. We're going to have a culture here of prayers. In other words, we want our culture in Living Word Ministry to be of prayers. That people know that these people pray. Not know how to pray only, but they pray. That's what I'm talking about. It is no good. And let me just say, you do not have a relationship with God if you do not spend time with him. You don't. It is as simple as that. You can fake it as much as you want, but you don't. And it shows, let me tell you. It shows. It shows when people are walking about, when people are ministering in any capacity, those that are fellowshipping with God, you can see it. You can tell. I want to tell you, you know, listen, this thing, there is only one way that it works. What thing am I talking about? Spiritual things. It only, there is only one way. There is only one method. Don't, don't let anybody deceive you. There is only one method. And the method is pray, stay in the word, fellowship with God, be, you know, do what God is telling you, stay in the word, do according to the word. These are the methods. If you follow them, no matter where you are, no matter how low you become, no matter what happens to you, if you follow these principles, you are a success in your spiritual work with God. There's only one method. Those that made it, those that big names that you name it, they use the same method. It is the same method. The pastor, the prophet, the priest, whoever you can title, the bishops of today, however you can title them, it is the same method. Nobody had any special favor from God. They applied the same method and they fellowship with God and they had relationship with God. And as a result of that, God elevated them. God equipped them to do his will. I'm telling you, you need to have fellowship with God. Hallelujah. And, you know, we're talking about communicating with God in prayer. And listen, I'm announcing to you today, stop. I know that the Bible says, ask and you shall believe, you shall receive, so that your joy will be full. I know the Bible says we should ask, but we've asked enough. We have asked enough. We've asked, get into fellowshipping with God. 
get into spending time with God. Sometimes it is nothing but just singing and praising him. Ephesians talks about, you know, singing songs and spiritual songs and, and making melody unto the Lord. Come, there are times that you go in the presence of God and it is only singing and from your heart. Appreciating his wonderful, it's not every day that you, you know, you can, listen, you've asked enough. You have asked enough. If, if you are really staying in the word, you know that you are protected. Protection is, is a guarantee thing for a believer. Don't go about, Lord, protect me. Bro, bro, bro. Come on now. You are protected. You are a child of God. The blood of Jesus speaks of better things. You are a child. If God is for you, then who can be against you? If God is for you, then who can be against you? That doesn't mean you don't have enemy. But it does mean that the enemy can do nothing about you. Get up in the morning and say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your shoulders, broad high. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. No weapon, fashion, shape, form against me will ever prosper in the name of Jesus. I am a child of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So learn to communicate with God. In fellowshipping. Make the worship and praise. Let, let it be from your heart. Making melody from your heart unto him. You have been so... You see, when I say, you have been so... I, I, my, my thoughts, my heart, my spirit, soul, and body... I am talking to the Father. I'm not singing. I am talking to my Father. And if you don't get that right, in fellowshipping with God, you need to, first of all, there's one thing that's very, very important. You need to plug in. Like I've just shown you. When I'm, you have been so good. I'm talking to God. Those words that are coming from my mouth, it is unto the Lord. That's why sometimes you see, I lift up my eyes, I lift up my hand. I'm talking to God. My, I, I'm connecting with God. I couldn't care less what anybody thinks. I couldn't care less what anybody thinks. I'm talking to my father. You need to connect. You need to plug in. That's how 
you can enter into the presence of God. Are you with me? There is a connection. You know, if, 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 you, if you have two, there is a socket and there's a plug, unless you plug it in and, and switch it on, there is no um, um, current, thanks, coming out of it. Amen. So, in our relationship with God, it requires us, first of all, to what? Communicate. In fellowshipping with God, we need to communicate with God. In prayers, in worship, in songs, whichever, however, we choose to allow the Spirit to, to use us. And let me just say, if you can't stand um, someone, it means you don't have a relationship with a person. Have you ever heard, I can't stand that person. I can't, I, can't, I just can't stand that person. Have you ever heard that? Maybe you've said that before. I don't really recall ever me saying that. I can't stand that individual. And how can you have a relationship with somebody that really irritates your skin? Praise the Lord. If you can't, you see, Adam and, Adam and Eve. They couldn't stand God. In a sense, not the way we say it, I can't stand that person, but in fear and reverence, they couldn't approach God. But it's the same thing when we say, I can't stand somebody. We dislike the person so much that we can't stand their presence. We ought to be careful. We ought to be careful. See, a lot, a lot of our issues, I'm thinking about it this morning, a lot of our issues in life is because most of the time, let me just reframe that, most of the time when we have issues, it means that there are certain areas of our life that we are not yielding to God. Sometimes we are not in obedience to the word of God. The Bible tells us to obey is better than sacrifice. And it's just an act of obedience to somebody will liberate you. And you start saying, well, who does he think he is? Don't mind him. Not gonna, I'm not his child. Those that he can talk to, tell them what to do, they can tell them, not me. So you are miserable. 
so you are miserable. But you shifting the blame on somebody else, whilst all you have to do is to obey. But because you're not acting in obedience, you are struggling. You are struggling. You can't communicate because you can't stand the person. And it's, the, the problem is, you're the one that is in disobedience. It's true. Not the person, you're the one that's in disobedience. If you are willing and obedient, what's going to happen? You will eat the good of the... If you are willing and obedient in every area, the Bible does not say, you know, the only, the only area that the Bible says that we should not be in obedience is when uh, in a marriage setting, the wife should submit to, his, to her husband only. Do you understand in that sense? That's the only area. Apart from that, you need to be willing and obedient. Then you will eat the good of the land. Amen? In the army, I understand it says something about do before you complain. But God searches the heart. Have you, have you seen, um, you know, a servant that is doing something only with their hands or with their physical body, but their heart's not there? Have you seen that before? I've seen, a, you know, I've seen some back home. Go and grind the pepper. Carry the pepper. Boom. Doing it in an anger. See, that's what God dislikes. You ought to search your heart. Your heart ought to be pure before God. If you are doing any service to God, not to man, you have to do it with the, the cleanliness of your heart in order for you to get any results. Or in order for it to benefit your life. And let me tell you. If you won't do it. I'm talking about including myself. All of us. If you won't do it. God has somebody else to do it. That's for sure. Because. No, no individual. Can. What is, what's the word? Um, can hold God at a ransom, so to speak. No, no individual. So God is always ahead of us. Rema says this. I learned this at Rema. You see, we are always God's first choice. But we are not his best choice. Whatever God is asking you to do, 
you are his first choice and not his best choice. He, re he reserved the best to last. And so when you are showing off that if you don't do it, it can't be done and it won't be done, guess, guess what? God has his best at last. We're talking about fellowshipping, having a relationship with God, communicating with God, in obedience, being willing, being submissive to God in all that he will ask you to do. Someone says, God, I thank you. I bless your name. Thank you for all the goodness that you give, you, you're doing in my life. And Lord, I, 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 you know, whatever you ask me to do, I will do it. Apart from that, you don't ask me to give my money in the name of Jesus. I'll do anything except you don't ask me to do too much when it comes to this area. We need to be in obedience. Hallelujah. So, one most important thing when it comes to relationship is communicating. I will say another thing, and I've got my own lists in relationship. Another thing that is also very important when it comes to relationship is respect. Respect. See, that's why I said earlier on, I didn't want to forget, when you come in from now on, when you reach out there, please Turn off your, switch your phone off. You know what? You coming in, listen, if Jesus was standing here physically, if Jesus was here, you, and he told you to empty your pocket when you come in here, not for him, but he doesn't want anything in your pocket. He doesn't want anything to disturb you uh, when you come in in his presence. You will, you will even take your trousers off and come in your shorts. Just in, uh, uh, you will go beyond what he's asking for. Am I right? You see, let me say this. Familiarities is very, very un, unprofitable. Familiarities is very, very unhelpful. And we become so familiar with God in the sense that we're going to church and we, we really don't really have much value in walking in the presence, into the presence of God. Just anyhow. We need to respect God. Respect. Some, some people are in the church and their phone is very busy. I mean, some people use their phone 
to take notes. I'm not talking about that. That's all good. But at least have it off when worship is going on. You have, and tell people, don't call me at such and such a time. The manager who, who managed this building, Adrian Harris is his name, he tells people on a Sunday, if, if he has to, you know, if you want to come in upstairs to, you know, you want the upstairs to be open for you, he tells them, you know, come, you know, you have to see Charles at 2.30. Auntie Florence was the one that, you know, he used to tell, see, see, you, you come and see her, uh, her or me at 2.30. Why? Why? Adrian respects what we are doing here, even though we are at work. He respects what we are doing here, that don't come and disturb him when he's in service. And he's not somebody that you would say he's a believer. But he respects what we are doing. We ourselves, we don't respect what we are doing. God, this place has gone quiet. Respect. If you are going to communicate with God, you need to have respect. The phone's by your side, you are praying, and the phone rings, and you answer the phone. That, that phone call is more important than you talking to... The Do you know that when he's able... That business that you are waiting for, you know that when you spend good quality time with him and respect, do you know that he's able, that the phone call that came in, that your phone was off, was that manager who is going to call you and give you that job? Do you know that God is able to wind that manager up, that he will call you seven times until he gets you? Respect. We need to, to really connect with God. See, we have, a, we have a, a problem in this system. We are so much engulfed in the wealth system because of work that we're struggling to differentiate spiritual things from physical things. But please... We need to respect our God. Praise the Lord. We need to respect, respect our God. John chapter 14 verse 6, it says, No one comes to the Father but by me. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, we go to the Father to communicate with the Father, and we respect our Father. Respect means to consider well, well, worthy of high regards. You esteem the person. And also to refrain from interfering with... If you respect someone, you refrain from interfering with the person in a sense that disturbing or... You know, in, in a, in a t at a time when you're not supposed to be disturbing, you don't.
you don't um, disturb. Let me just give you one example about respect in the Old Testament. Cain and Abel. The Bible tells us that Abel offering was what? Righteous. Was what? Righteous. Was accepted. Cain one was not accepted. What did Cain do? What was the work of Cain? He was what? He was a, yeah, yeah, he was a farmer. Cain was a farmer. He tilled the land. Abel was a shepherd. Now listen, when you go home, read the account. In um, um, Genesis 4, Cain, the Bible says, offering was accepted. Maybe we can look at um, verse 9. Can we look? Genesis 4. Um, oh, no. There's something I want to pick up there. Um, Genesis 4, 4. Probably maybe about 6. Um, read me from verse 5, please. Genesis 4, verse 5. <clears throat> but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? Okay, hold on. Now, earlier on, I was talking about that when you are, you know, your countenance, you know, you can't hide it. Well, that's where I got it from. Did, did you see that? God saw Cain countenance that is as falling. But verse 7, it says, if you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at your door. If you do well, will you not be accepted? Listen, many, many, you know, commentaries and we've, we've been taught about that Cain offering was accepted because it was a lamb signifying the blood. That's true. But look at it from this point. Abel was what? A farmer. So he cannot bring a lamb. What he has is what he is giving. Are you with me? He is a farmer. And so he will bring what he has. Think about it. The Lord said, if you do well, will you not be accepted? Not, it hasn't got much to do with what he actually, the, the, the quali the, it hasn't got much to do with the, the, the actual thing that he brought. But it has a lot to do with the quality that he brought. I don't think the, 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 the yam 
or the plantain or the tomatoes that or the potatoes that he brought that, that uh, was uh, that it was not significant that it was not good enough why are you bringing me yam no i don't think that that that, that is the case the case is the yam that he chose to bring to the lord it wasn't ponaya you just yeah yeah uh, you see he had ponaya but he brought white yam. Are you with me? So, his respect of God was that value. God does not deserve the best in Abel's sight. Cain, Cain's sight. God does not deserve the best and possibly holding the best for the evening meal. He was going to roast it in fire with some peanuts. That's for, you know, him and his family. But let me tell you, Cain took the best. Abel, thank you. He took the best that he had. He looked around and he took the best that he had. Respect. Respect to God the Father. Whatever you're doing, do it with all your heart unto the Lord. Whatever you are doing. I'm a living testimony. I'm a living testimony. I never knew at the time what I was doing. But I know now. About serving. Serving with all your heart. Serving without any resentment. Giving your all for God. And God, who searches the heart of everyone, will reward you in due course. Church, let us be Abel and not Cain. Whatever we're doing, let's do it to the best of our knowledge. Let's do it with all our hearts. Let's do it as unto the Lord with respect. Then we will receive the blessings. That the Lord has for us. Let's bow down our heads. Lord Jesus. You alone. Be glorified. In our relationship. With our father. 
We pray in the name of Jesus. That Lord, this year, we will rise up to a different level. We know how to talk to God. But I pray, Lord, that all of us will begin to approach you in reverence, with respect, and desire to communicate and fellowship with you. That in return you will enhance our walk with you. That we will be bolder and bolder and bolder knowing who our father is. That we have no cause to fear. No reason to fear in anything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.